This is the RBR TVBR In Focus podcast. Here's your host, radio and television business report editor-in-chief, Adam R. Jacobson. Hello and welcome to the podcast presented by .fm, streaming social podcast or broadcast. Get a .fm domain name by heading over to get.fm today. And today we're talking to one of the local TV leaders of 2021. And will he be on our list for 2022? Well, you'll have to wait until our fall 2022 RBR and TVBR magazine arrives on September the 12th. But in the meantime, we have a wonderful chance to talk to Eric Schrader. He is general manager for CBS 46, WGCL-TV, and its sister station, Peachtree TV, WPCH Channel 17 in Atlanta. Both are owned by Gray Television. And it's a pleasure, Eric, to have you on the podcast this afternoon. How are things? Uh, things are great. Thanks for having me, Adam. Thank you. And I understand that there's some breaking news going on in the newsroom, so uh, we will not take too much of your time. But uh, it is a great opportunity to talk to you about just the state of local news and local television as we head into the fall. Uh, there's certainly some exciting things going on with Next Gen TV. There's some exciting things going on in the OTT space for broadcast TV. What can you share in terms of how the two stations under great television are operating and how things are going for you since your transfer from Cleveland? Um, you know, it's been a, a really busy year. As you remember, Gray took uh, possession of the Meredith stations on December 1st of last year. That was the day I transferred from Cleveland to here. And uh, really, uh, the, the months since then have been all about, uh, you know, staffing, about getting uh, more news on the air, implementing an OTT culture, and we are branding the stations. So it is. it has been extremely busy. But um it's it's a fun kind of visit. You note an OTT culture, and that strikes a chord with me because when we think of broadcast television, we think of that channel, Channel 46. Uh, more and more, this could be CBS Atlanta because Channel 46 is really not going to be so important in the months and years and decades ahead. I'm just curious as to what strategy from a marketing perspective you may be involved with in terms of getting that brand out there and getting people to understand that you're omnipresent? So it's a great question. In the, in the coming days and weeks, we are going to be unveiling the new brand, and we are going to be moving away from a specific channel for exactly the reasons uh, you're referring to. So well, you heard uh, it here brand. first, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> we got the exclusive <laughs> scoop for you. You get, um, you get that part of it. So, um, yeah, I, I think that there's just so much there because we are – we're a digital outlet. We're an OTT outlet. We're a broadcast outlet, and it's hard to tie it to, to one specific thing anymore. What can you share about Peachtree TV in particular? Because we know that it has its roots in WTBS. It was once uh, that station back in the 1970s. It's come a long way today, and it certainly plays a unique role in providing viewers across the Atlanta area with localized and unique content. That's it. Peachtree just is so much opportunity because it's truly an independent station. Uh, you know, we have no uh, network affiliation there that's going to dictate what has to be on at a certain time. And really the focus there, the, the first, the low-hanging fruit, the easiest thing and the thing that really helps Atlanta viewers is to get newscasts on there. So we are in the process of adding those. We added a 7 to 9 a.m. newscast earlier this year. We're going to be adding a 10 p.m. Uh, newscast here in a few weeks. 
So we're going to get more uh, more news on there. But we have to do more than that. And it is as an independent station, you have the opportunity to be a lot more hyper local. Uh, so we have been in the process. We named a station manager named Michael Smith. And Michael has been working very hard this year with a lot of different production houses in Atlanta, looking at Atlanta-centric shows that can be developed. And we're close to signing some papers on some of them and, uh, you know, shooting high on some other ones. So I think that in the next year, you're going to see just a lot more Atlanta-centric programming on the TV station. And that's, you know, it sounds like... (laughs) Unfortunately, that sounds cutting edge, but that's what television originally was. And I think it's uh, someplace we have an opportunity to do a lot of good work going back to that front. You're in a very, very competitive market. And we must say that competing against a Cox Media Group flagship, a Tegna station, 11 Alive, it certainly has its challenges in and of itself, but you also have the opportunity to tap into the uh, C-suite, if you will, uh, because you are now under the ownership of Gray Television, and uh, these are kind of the flagship properties. I'm wondering what sort of interaction you have with the Gray Television team, uh, or if you're pretty much your own pilot, and they have entrusted you to, you know, pretty much do what you think is the right opportunities for these two stations, just as you were successful in Cleveland. Well, as you know, Gray is really built on autonomy of stations and, and allowing the stations to function as an individual business unit. So, uh, you know, certainly we're, we're doing what we need to do as a station. Having said that, it is awfully nice having the, the, the corporate headquarters right here. The amount of support and the willingness to help us out on things has just been fantastic. Um, you know, we are building two new studios in the building as we speak. Uh, we need to get out of here for a week at a certain point when, when one of the floors was being laid down. Uh, Hilton Howell was able to help us get to the assembly for a week, which, of course, is the huge uh, movie studio, the uh, group of studios that Gray is building. And we were able to spend a week out there, really tell the story of the assembly and be out of our building. That's just one example of the things they've been able to do to help us along the way. What's the biggest learning lesson that you've had in your time in Atlanta compared to your time in Cleveland and before that uh, at KSNW in Wichita and uh, before that WIAT in Birmingham? <laughs> Did I have to leave a little bit earlier in the morning to get here at the same time? Certainly uh, <laughs> dealing with the Atlanta tra- traffic has been fun. Um, you know, some things are different and st- some things are just very much the same. Uh, you know, I think the the need to connect with people and people's desire to know what's going on in their community is just the same here as it is other places. Um, so, and everybody in the South, this is my third stint in the South, and this is our home for the, for the rest of my career. So we love it in the South. Everybody is just so friendly. And uh, it's, it's fun being reminded of that again after my, my stays in Savannah and Birmingham. We also understand that your oldest daughters are both in the television broadcast business, and you have a 10-year-old that hasn't really committed to a career choice yet, but there's always that possibility. <laughs> That's right. Who knows what's going to happen with her? She's 10, so she's 
she's got a little ways to go, but uh, she loves tacos, and she's uh, uh, she and I have talked about her doing a uh, YouTube taco review, but we haven't uh, turned that into a reality just yet. <laughs> Eric, any closing thoughts before we go ahead and conclude the podcast? Because I know you have some busy news that you need to get to. Um, you know, we're just we're having a lot of fun here. I mean, this has been an opportunity. We have added over fifty heads in the building this year. You don't, uh, you know, uh, Gray really understands that if you're, the road to success is doing as much news as possible, but that takes people. And so it is really nice to be part of a situation where we're not asking people to do more with less. We're asking them to do more with more. And uh, it's really been fun. And our news team and, and other departments have been very, very busy hiring people this year. And uh, that's just it's it's really enjoyable. It's it's neat. There's a good word to end with, neat, right? <laughs> Absolutely. And uh, with that, I, I really want to thank you, Eric, for taking time out on this Thursday, August 25th, 2022, to speak with Radio and Television Business Report. It's been a pleasure. I'm glad to do it. Thanks for uh, reaching out, Adam. And will Eric be on our local TV leaders list for 2022? Again, the only way you can find out is in our fall 2022 special report. It's a print edition distributed September 12th via PDF, and we'll also have a print edition available to everybody in New York attending the TVB Forward Conference in person. So look at that uh, at the registration desk. We will be sure to have copies there when you arrive at the Chelsea Piers location for that conference on September 22nd. And with that, I want to thank you for listening to the Radio and Television Business Report and Focus podcast. It was sponsored by .fm. Streaming, social, podcast, or broadcast, get a .fm domain name by heading over to get.fm today. And on the road in beautiful Titusville, Florida, I'm Adam R. Jacobson for the In Focus podcast. Have a fantastic day. Thanks a lot.